thanks for hanging out with us today. I mean, we are having like a fall, fall, fall. The weather yesterday, oh, today, amazing, it's amazing, gorgeous. Amazing. Love it. So I went over to my mom's last night uh, after work. And it's too early. I'm her grocery shopper. I'm the shopper this week. Mm-hmm. And it's too early for to buy Thanksgiving stuff. And... So we just talked. The Kringles are in over at Trader oh, Joe's. Oh Lord, good, good point. Good to know. Good just to good know. to know the Danish Kringle, the almond Kringle are in. Because wow. I was over there scouting too. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, it is like a little early to buy anything. It is. So we ended up with she needed cheats. Oh, so we went <laughs> to Home Goods and Marshalls, um, and she wanted to go to Harmar, and I said, Mom. That's the other side of town right now. I've already been on that side right now. And I'm like, let's go this way. And so my mother continues to think she knows directions. Okay. Did you go to Egan? We did. Because it was just quicker because my mom's on that side of town. And um, she's telling me directions. She goes, this is nothing. You should see what I do with the Lyft drivers. <laughs> and I was laughing so hard. But I we went to um, Marshall's Lore and she was such a good egg. She tried on, I made her try on all of these children's bath heads. <laughs> and she was so cute. And she's such a good sport sometimes. Yeah. And then they have these, you gave Will, my first boy, the most darling bunny but bunny head bath towel. So it's a bath towel with a hood with the bunny ears. Like you swaddled the baby, it, the yes. kid in it after and a bath. And these new ones have like oh, unicorns. They and they're huge. I mean, they really are something. So we kind of giggled and laughed there last night. And I love it. Perform it at the store, Mom. Try this on. Well, I just... And, and then I... I sh- oh, yeah. She's just so... You know, moms, <laughs> they're so sweet sometimes. But... Well, I've talked to my mom three times okay. about the movie she saw yesterday. Oh, she went and saw Priscilla with her son-in-law, and she was on the fence about seeing it because she had read some reviews. Okay. Now I went to Rotten Tomatoes today. The critics gave it eighty-two percent. The audience only likes it sixty-three percent. Oh, wow! What did my mom have to say about okay. the movie? This is what the Mutti said. <laughs> She hated the movie. Okay. <laughs> what? Uh, another one-word review. Hated your mom's taking over for yeah. Auntie Marlene. Hated it. Oh. I said, what did you hate about it? And she said, the dialogue was terrible. Oh, no. Mumble, mumble, mumble. Oh. Slowest movie she ever oh. saw. Okay, I'm changing plans. She's with okay. Lisa Marie on this. She's offended on behalf of Elvis. Oh, no. She said, the guy who plays Elvis, she goes, whatever that actor's name is, he's no <laughs> Austin Butler. He's Jacob Alordi. Jacob Alordi. Yep. She said, all he did was... Lay around in his pajamas and mumble and smoke and take pills. Well, no Elvis music, which we knew. I said, well, was there anything you liked about it? <laughs> she liked Kaylee Spaney, the girl who plays Priscilla. Okay. She said she was really good. The clothes she wore were amazing. Okay. The sets were amazing. And when I talked to her, Again, this morning about it, I said, well, what I, I, do you hate the movie more today than you do yesterday? And she said, yes. <laughs> and I said, but is there anything that the movie brought up with you? Because my mom was 14 when Elvis came on the scene. Oh, In perfect. 1956, she was 14 years old. She was the original 
Fan. fan. The first time around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's been a fan ever since. And she read Priscilla's book, uh, Elvis and Me, when it came out in 1987. None of the stuff about Elvis is new. But I said, so what did you think about it afterwards? And she said, well, it did make me think, and I thought quite a bit about it afterwards, about how when you were a young person in the 50s, you know, both boys and girls, you know, were be subservient to the man. And, you know, it was, she said, it really made me think about what a, you know, how stifled women were and how little was thought of us and just to follow along with what our father said and then what our husbands uh, husbands or boyfriends and my dad would, you know, be of that same era too. My mom started dating my dad when they were 14. Right. You know, dating. Yes. You know, but, um, and then they ran away at 15 to try and get married in Missouri so they could have sex. Wow. And then they yeah. had Lori when they were 17. Yeah. Wow. But they mm-hmm. got busted by a sheriff and before they could get married in Missouri. That's <laughs> a story. I think your right dad's there. dad. Oh, he stole his grandfather's car. Yeah. Oh, oh, details. <laughs> and they got like his, they got like all the way to like, you know. But think know. of how hard it was. You had to get married to have sex. Well, yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. So she said she did think about that. And that is something that Sofia Coppola, you know, in all of her movies, you know, sort of, she does ponder, you know, the, the, the female gay. But my mom was. Hot under the collar when I talked to her when she got home from the movie because she just hated it. She hated it. She didn't like how it showed Elvis. She thought he was very one dimensional. She was, I get it. I know he's a, you know, I know everything about him. She said, but you didn't really get anything other than it made him seem like an awful person. And so my mom was like, I get, I'm with Lisa Marie. I would, I'm upset as an Elvis fan. About this and movie. what we found before Lisa Marie passed is that she found out that her mom was going forward with this movie with Sofia Coppola. And then was we found out just recently through emails, just devastated and disappointed in her mom and pissed. And said she would come yeah. out publicly against the movie yes. when it came out. She was so against the movie. Because and, really... I mean, none of it is new. We've known right. this story. Priscilla still, wrote this book 10 years after Elvis died, but... My mom was just like hot under the collar. She was like, it was the slowest movie I ever saw. I said, well, did you fall asleep? I was too mad to fall asleep. I couldn't believe how slow. She said, Priscilla just goes from bedroom to living room, reading these stories about Elvis, smoking, waiting for him to get. My mom just was like, just. Just as horrid. She, I wonder, because Grant just said, I'm changing my plans. Yeah, I was going to go on Sunday, but not after that review. No. And, you know, we'll ask Chris Hewitt. He's on tomorrow. tomorrow. He, yeah. he was one of the critics, because 82% of the critics liked Priscilla, right. the audience less, but he was one of the movie critics who felt pretty strongly about it. And I think he only gave it one and a half stars. I think you're right. That he thought it was very slow. Oh, no. Jeez. Which, of course, no people hate slow movies. Yeah. And, by the way, we'll talk about the other one. Long movies. Long movies. Uh-huh. I, that just, you know, that is just... Because I kind of thought she'd like it, but I guess... I didn't, she I thought didn't she know. would like it too, yeah. you know, because there's nothing about Elvis. She said, you know, I know that he was 
in his 20s when he started dating her. And, and for our listeners, though, that even when you're talking about how yeah. she was of, of this right yeah. age to be in love with Elvis, she also, your father was stationed in Guam or somewhere. Where was your dad? My dad was stationed all over the but place. When but when the Elvis concert was in Duluth that your mother didn't, oh, didn't go, go to, to. He was in another country. He was in Thailand. He was in Thailand. And he forbid her to go to, to the go Elvis to the, at to the Duluth see Arena. Elvis perform. Yeah. And she didn't go. And she what? didn't go. And he was in Thailand. I, I would have just, I, I mean. We were oh. encouraging her to go. Right. I'm, I'm sure. But yeah. I mean, that to me. She was a super fan, and we know this about you. Everything we know about Elvis is through you, Lori. Yeah, I feel I like, but anyway, she okay. just uh, she just didn't. The and she was quite offended at Jacob Elordi's performance. <laughs> <laughs> He's no Austin Butler. Oh, for God's sake! So here we go. Here right. we go. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, a new musical. Who th- would think of this? And a new word, both from the same people. We'll be right back. Okay, so we have been telling you all about MSP's parking program that you can pre-book online at MSPAirport.com. Right now, Terminal 1 is 79% full. So it does fill up, and they've introduced a wonderful program for the holidays to save you money if you book your parking early. They have a new dynamic discount structure for parking. So if you pre-book your parking online to guarantee your space over the holiday season, which has started... The earlier the book, you, the more you save. You can save up to $9 a day at Terminal 1 and uh, $6 a day at Terminal 2 and $5 a day at the Quick Ride ramp throughout the end of the year. That's a big darn deal. You can save a lot of money. So just take advantage of that and go to MSPAirport.com. They've also opened up 100 new spaces in the cell Um Phone waiting lot on Post Road. It's a lot that's free, located between the terminals. Perfect for people waiting for your MSPAirport.com. All right, thanks for hanging out with us. Lori and Julia here. You can download us every day. You, we podcast every day. We have an app every day you can listen to or find us wherever you find your podcasts. And um, my talk has a YouTube channel, so you can check out things there too that are fun. So I found this like yesterday, Lori, and I wanted to bring it to you. And I think you found something today that I just can't wait to hear about is that um, we learned a new word from Gwyneth Paltrow and her goop team. Okay. She's Uh, always so exhausting trying to, you know, come up with new names and then claim she invented it. Okay. So here, (laughs) here, here's the word. So she came up with this good dot clean dot goop and it's available now on Amazon and at target. And it's a more affordable skincare, beauty, and wellness products. So she repackaged them to sell them to the masses. But the so minivan she, majority, as we like to call is it. Is that what we're calling yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I'm in that. Okay, so he, she says, we felt passionate about creating clean, efficacious, how do you say it? Eff- efficacious. E- efficacious products at a more reasonable price for a broader audience. Again, even the fact that she uses said, the word just e- wait. efficacy in that capacity is just wait. so tedious. Just wait, because here's the big word, okay? <laughs> they call it mastige. Oh, see? In in the industry, I love that word, between mass and prestige. So we set out to create this, and it's been so much fun. They call it Mastige. I can't believe she's not claiming she didn't create, you know, come up word. with that word. Mastige. Mass and prestige. I just got to like that word, though. I think it's kind of funny. Oh, this well, is so mastige. I mean, she 
I, Look at me, I don't think you. she would have liked to have claimed it because that's so <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, like conscious uncoupling, even though she'd heard it before. She's You're also right. claimed a new word. She's uh, now she's going to be um, inventing empty nesters, but she's calling it um, free birds that she's oh. a fr- that <laughs> when the kids are gone, there'll be free birds, not empty nesters. Oh. And oh. So, because she thinks that's a sad and lonely word, empty nesters. And I thought, make of it what you will, Gwyneth. But no, you did not invent empty nests. And okay, with your free birds. Well, how does Leonard wow. feel about it? It was the oh, same was, interview. But yeah. I, I mean, just you're right, Lori, because that she even describes this new line that she's going to bring to the masses, the general people, right, for the, the lesser than the peasants, right, who who can't pronounce efficacious like right. me we felt passionate about creating clean efficacious products at a more reasonable price for a broader audience right there she's eliminating half the people because we're like and you sound like a snob and also we i remember <laughs> learning i said one of the few things i liked about covid was when we, they were talking about vaccinations we did like that word. we like the word efficacy it that reminds they were me looking, of a disease yeah the the efficacy of you know the uh, what they were testing um, and stuff yes the and we're like that's vaccines. the only good thing is that we've learned that word and, and now she did. takes it a step further you did say that it feels mm-hmm. out of place it feels like she's putting covid into her product i mean it feels that word is total covid related adjacent pretentious <laughs> she's the princess of pretentious okay she can't help it. She can't help it. Are they making... In that same interview, she also talked about um, her marriage to Brad Falchuk. Oh, yes. And she actually calls their home the Faltro home. Oh, so she has given her name. The, Fal- the Faltro. and Falt. <laughs> okay. His name is... Um, Falchuk. Falchuk. And she's Paltro and so Faltro. Oh, God. She's named... She's ID'd herself... And she said, "Welcome to Faltro Mansion." She said, "Because um, remember, he has two kids, yes. and they were like in junior high when Gwyneth and Brad started uh, bumping uglies, as they say in the old Dime Star novels, and filming Glee. And so, you know, they married. They broke up each other's marriages. They were the other person, mm-hmm. and." For the first year of her married life to Brad, he lived in another house with his kids. And she tried to humble brag about how all of her friends were jealous that she lived a separate household from her mm-hmm. husband when she couldn't just admit his kids hated her and right. refused to live with It's going to take a while her. for us to get them to get used to this Yeah, so she humble bragged all over the place. And in this interview, she told, this is in, she covers People We're talking magazine. about Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, she's asked about blending the family. She said, it's hard and it's not intuitive and nobody tells you how to do it. You just stick with it. The Hollywood speak on that. The kids still are not that crazy about her. Okay. They kind of are not. They put up with her. Because dad is happy. Yeah, but they put up with her, yeah. but they don't like her. Do we know who was Brad's ex-wife, anyone we knew? Not in the business, okay. but they were together like, you know, 12 yeah. or 13, 14 years or something. And and she famously said that she was married to her brother. Oh, and in this interview, she said that Brad is just like her father. Oh, oh no. Wait, oh, yeah. she, she no. has some issues. She said he is my dad. That's no, nope. That's a line. Well, I mean, I but I can get manner, mannerisms, and for me, my dad was safe. It, he listened. He was 
loyal. Yes, I'm going to give her the know, benefit of the I, doubt that yeah, way. But see. it's because she's always been so dismissive about um, Chris, Chris Martin. Martin and that she consciously uncoupled from him. And then and she taught every, him everything sexually. Yeah, and that it was like having sex with her brother. This. She yeah. told us all that. But she did. I, I think that is the spirit in which she meant it. Because yeah. if you do have a great relationship with your dad, with your father, and he is a man of character yes. and integrity yes. and substance yes. and then maybe and i think her dad was i think so too so that's so, nice so, so it's go. a it's it's the other way but you have to tell me about the ski accident oh, play in north london yes grant i don't know if you know that gwyneth goes skiing <laughs> is going to debut in london this december it's the best from thing. this self-described <laughs> company called harbingers of queer chaos it's called awkward productions gwyneth goes and skiing. so the legal battle with the skiing up Optometrist is getting a musical uh, treatment, and the show features original music by a singer and songwriter, Leland, whom you might know from RuPaul Drag Race, and this was from the the ski accident in Deer Valley in mm-hmm. 2016, and yes, it's called Gwyneth Goes Skiing, and it's, you know, the televised two-week trial became a viral hit. And it did. Clips from her testimony turned into memes. Including the moment after the craft when she crash when she screamed at him, "You skied directly into my effing back," mm-hmm. and the jury found it in her favor. It will run for ten whole days, and the audience mar- members participate as the jury. Oh, okay, yes. that's kind of funny. That's cool. That's funny. That's cool. I mean, that's taking it pop culture and immediately turning it around. Yeah, I think that's funny. So, it sounds like something you see at the Fringe Festival. Yeah. When it's exactly. skiing, it's a, it's <laughs> here's a, here's the log line for okay. it. Um, she's the goop founding, door sliding, Shakespeare and loving, consciously uncoupling Hollywood superstar. He's a retired optometrist from Utah. In 2016, they went skiing on the slopes of Deer Valley. Their worlds collided, and so did they. Literally, ouch. Seven <laughs> years later, they went to court. Double ouch. This is their story, kind of. Not really, but also it's Christmas. <laughs> so if you're in London from December 13th to the 23rd, it's at London's Pleasance Theater. Gwyneth goes skiing. Okay, that makes me laugh. Yeah, that does make me that laugh. That made too. me laugh. Uh, I, we saw the Buddy Holly story in North London when we were there. You know, they have North London's kind of like Broadway. The West End. Oh, maybe. is it the West End? Oh, the West End, not North London. Well, yeah, we West... went to the opposite direction. Yeah, the, the West End. Got lost and circled back around and came to it. Yeah, I... West End is their Broadway. Oh, my God. I have not ever seen a show on uh, in in London. Every time I've ever been oh. there, I've I've managed to not go. It was fun. I bet it. It, it was totally it was. fun, and we hadn't seen it before, and there's like... Breaking news that Jimmy Kimmel's is on to host the Oscars of 2024. I like it. That's, I do too. That's perfect. Yeah. He's good at that. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we come back. We come back with some company. We'll be right back. It's Lori and Julia my talk. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law dishing about divorce. Ann, do you need a reason to file for a divorce? In the state of Minnesota, you don't need a reason. Minnesota is referred to as a no-fault divorce state. So again, real simple, you don't need a reason. There's language we have in our state statute that says an irretrievable breakdown of the marriage relationship. We simply put that in your initial paperwork. So back in the day, people had to have a reason and the judge would decide whether or not they would grant the divorce. So whether it was abandonment or adultery or something like that. 
those things don't matter anymore. But what about cheating? You know, the reality is the courts don't care. It doesn't matter. It has no bearing under our laws. And in fact, sometimes people think they're going to get something out of it because the other side cheated, and that's just not the case. Not having to deal with this in an already very difficult divorce process actually makes the whole thing much easier and a little more streamlined. For a free one-hour divorce consultation, go to TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. All right, our guests are coming. Our company is coming. Um, our company is coming, and they'll be right in here. Um, Lori, do we have time? Do we want to talk real briefly about Dancing with the Stars, or should we give it some more time later? We got to give it some more time. I, I will just say that the best episode so far of the year, the rom-com of the year, TNT, did happen over the weekend. And I checked in with Brittany just mm-hmm. yesterday, and she's still re-watching it. If that uh, the Argentina jump. concert was on Netflix, it would have uh, broken the streaming record. Remember how <laughs> I told you how bummed she was that there was lightning and she had to postpone oh, yeah. it and yeah, do yeah, another yeah. concert on Sunday? Yeah. I mean, even though it's been three days, it's it's still, it's the episode we keep watching over and over. So it is the rom-com that's giving us so much, so much fun. And I love that uh, Travis, you know, he, he, he gets his spot. In the heat index. He, I like it quite a bit. I like you, it quite You do a bit. like him quite I a mean, bit. I mean, the last time we really saw someone 20 years ago out loud falling in love was Ben Affleck and um, Jennifer Lopez the first time. When they made that movie. Julie. But just yeah. in love all over the place. Blah, blah, blah. I know. We've got a We've show got the people. new people. We're Come live and sit down. on the air. Come and sit down. Close the door and sit down, company. I heard you guys. So Company is the Broadway show that is in town at the Orpheum through Sunday. And I heard from some of our colleagues that went last night that it's amazing. Amazing. Thank you. Great to be here. And... Judy McLean. Judy, Judy McLean. Nice yes. to meet and, you. And Company is the most um, Tony Award winning musical of 2022 for the Tony show. I mean, that's like a huge deal. And now we've yeah. got it here in town. Yay. Yes, yeah. absolutely. For a revival, that's a big deal. It is. <laughs> it is. Brittany, can you give us this? what the, what the play is about? Yeah. So Company is about um, a woman named Bobby. I play Bobby. It is her 35th birthday. And uh, she basically comes home after a long day at work and finds herself surrounded by all of her married friends, as well as some of her ex-boyfriends, who all have a very strong opinion about her being single yes. and turning 35. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. basically what it is. Yeah, and it's Stephen Sondheim, who's mm-hmm. basically the godfather of modern musicals. Absolutely. Comedies, yeah. you know? Genius. Um, and our, our a friend of ours from the uh, Star Tribune, who is a huge theater person, he... I don't know if you like to know your good stuff, but I'm going to give you a good stuff. You hate to know your good <laughs> yeah, stuff, probably. Said, yeah. I've seen six productions of Company including in New York, and the tour now at Hennepin Theater is definitely the funniest, best directed. It makes sense of a few things that have always been puzzling to me. That's wow. amazing. That cool? We love hearing that. That's great. That's so cool. So <laughs> Judy, yes. Judy, or, or actually, Brittany, did you star in Company on Broadway as well? Yeah, so I was part of the, the Broadway production. I covered Bobby as well as a couple of other roles, uh-huh. and I got to perform all of them. And So yes, I did get to do it on Broadway. And is it still on <laughs> 
Broadway people are going to New York? No, we oh. closed. Yeah, mm-hmm. we closed in 22. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, you did. <laughs> and then here you are. And I understand that you, Judy, you were the narrator in Joseph and the uh, Dreamcoat with oh Donny Osmond. And I'm oh my only God. saying... We're pulling that out of the history <laughs> no, bank? No, yeah. I'm going to tell you why. We love Donny. Oh, yeah. I love Donny, too. That, and that show was here for so long. I think they That's, tested it here. Mm-hmm. It was here for so long. I joined the show here, so I, I watched the show here. I was eventually a narrator, but I didn't play Minneapolis when that happened. Okay. I joined the company, and I watched it, and I began rehearsals then. But Donny, I did do it with Donny. I got to sing duets with Donny, which was very, very cool. That is so Very cool. cool. Yeah, he's, he's a big practical joker. Oh. I'll tell you that much. He's, just, he's such a lovely man. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, so some of the things that we asked um, our colleague Bradley, who went last night, he's, I'm like, well, what is it about it that was so cool and so different? And he says, you know what? He loved it. It's edgy. It makes you think about your relationships. Um, he said the singing is on point and that the way that they sing together is amazing and the staging is wow. delightful and original. That's wow, that's a really wonderful compliment, honestly. It is pretty cool. It's what people don't, what I think I love to bring away from it too, and some people come this I didn't expect it to be so funny. Mm-hmm. People really come, they laugh and they cry, which is what theater does, right? We want to bring all the emotions in. But yes, you do. That it's it's actually a fun show. You wouldn't expect Sondheim to be so funny sometimes. Mm-hmm. People don't expect that. But and and man who gave us Sweeney Todd. <laughs> well, like, that's yeah. funny too. That's a show. Funny yes. show. <laughs> but you have, um, you guys, you know, this is a real life situation though. If someone has a 35 year old friend yeah. or 30 or whatever it is, are you ever going to get married? Am I ever going to get grandchildren? You might hear. And well, you, you might be asking it of yourself. Too. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. The beauty of it too, is that it shows the parts of marriage that, you know, the very human behavior of marriage that make it mm-hmm. um, so wonderful. You mm-hmm. know, the, the hard sides of it and the fun sides of it mm-hmm. and the wonderful sides that you get out of it. You know, Britney sings Being Alive, which is, I think, one of the best songs ever written for, that Sondheim wrote. Really? And yeah, it's pretty amazing Being alive, song. being alive. Oh, God. No, 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 I'm not staying alive anyway, no, no, no. I know that. I know that. I but know the lyrics that. are amazing. Yeah, right, Brit? absolutely. Yeah, and it's, it's just beautiful. Every couple shows a different aspect of marriage and Bobby's able to take something from each each couple and it's really really special it all you know comes to this conclusion with being alive yeah. which actually isn't very much of a conclusion it kind of leaves it up to interpretation yeah. which How is many Sondheim. songs do you sing in this show what do you know? mm, I have here's some water right oh gosh I have like three big old solos okay and then I I uh, have a duet with one of the boyfriends. I've got, I kick off top of act two with side by side. Oh, I think. Yeah. Yes. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's like five ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I never really leave the stage. It's, it's, you're there. This all is the quite time. the long yeah. haul, which right. is yeah, a marathon, which is really fun. Right. And did you guys, were you in New York when Broadway shut down and COVID shut down or were you yeah. in different, you were? Absolutely. Yeah. I stayed in uh, the whole time in New York city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was there for the pandemic. It was, uh, actually, it's funny. It made me fall in love with New York again mm. to see that how everyone came together. Right. When we were clapping out our windows yes. and my building would hang out the window and we'd sing songs, Oh, you know, every night lovely. at six o'clock. And yeah, it was it was pretty great. But yeah. it was hard on the theater. It really oh, was. Oh, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. We're, totally still, right. we're still coming back. Okay. You know? Like like mm-hmm. the actor's strike and the writer's strike has been. I mean, you know, that's been oh, yeah. really yeah. hard. It, it, it's. It's thumbprint on Hollywood and the industry is going to be felt for quite a while. 
Yeah, I would Absolutely. love it if people come back to, you know, everybody wants to sit in front of their Netflix, but yeah, there's something about live theater yes. that I think people don't remember their part of the show. Yes. We rely on them to be there, the laughs. We rely on their energy, mm-hmm. what they're giving. And I mean, I'm telling you, Minneapolis audience last night was incredible. They were laughing at everything. We were yeah. like, what's happening? It was great. They were really fantastic. They're very smart theater goers here, I think. So mm-hmm. Yeah, that's been interesting because I've read that the theater has been slower to come yeah, back sure. than almost anything else. And yep. it is... Mm-hmm. Okay, it's fine to be a, you know, couch potato, you know, here and there. But for theater, there is really something about being with other people that just feels very healing Yes, uh, Mm -hmm. to everybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the Orpheum is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. It's it's gorgeous. And company, you know, we've heard about it. We had another friend on who loved it, loved it, seen it so many times. I'm like, what's it about? What's it about? And now that we know it's a 35-year-old woman who comes home and is asked the question, what's up? What's mm-hmm. up with you? Mm-hmm. Well, it, when it was written in like 1970, it was a pretty groundbreaking show. Mm-hmm. Oh, it really was. It was. And written for a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the beauty yeah. of ours, there's a lot. We're doing gender bending in this. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. um, Bobby used to be cast as a man. Now it's a woman, mm-hmm. right? So in the original, Bobby was a man. Now it's Brittany and obviously mm-hmm. yeah. a yeah. young woman playing the role. So some of the other couples are gender swapped too. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. And pretty much the only thing that's changed about those scripts are the pronouns. It's almost right? exactly intact, yeah, and it really. still resonates completely today. Yeah, for Be, sure. Well, because it, there's, we're still so sexist about many things in many ways. I mean, really? really are. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I we're mean, talking about the, the black cold, company. Yeah, and the cold hard fact is that, yes, 35 can be a terrifying sure. birthday year year. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. something... Mm-hmm. I remember that when I was happy because I was finally not married and, um, uh, you know, but otherwise I can see how it, you know, it's like a rough birthday. Yep. It's yep. a very diverse cast too, which is yeah, really very I cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. You know? And do you guys like, okay, so now you're on the tour. Are you here for a week? They're here through Sunday. Just till Sunday. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the shows that you guys have, you have, um, Shows every night at seven thirty, but on Saturday you have a matinee at two thirty. Two. And, oh, excuse two. me, two and at seven thirty, and on Sunday there's one at one, and the evening show is at six thirty. Good show. Lord, they're yeah. making you work. That's Five show you, weekends. That's mm-hmm. what you guys do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what that's we do. What you do. Yeah, we do. And you bop from city to city. Do you, you know, so you both have experienced being on Broadway mm-hmm. and then being in a touring company. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, there's probably pros and cons of both. Absolutely, mm-hmm. but you must get closer on the touring company because you live with each other night and day and travel. You know what I mean? Family. It mm-hmm. is family. We become family. We have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, we rely on each other for that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanksgiving next week is with our family, this family that we've now made, mm-hmm. you know, in company. But it's remarkable. If people don't know this, like we, the, we have an incredible crew that breaks down the show in five hours That's and gets it on amazing. six trucks to get to the next city to open mm-hmm. on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Isn't so that crazy? A friend of mine said, oh, you had a few days off in between cities. Like, no, no, no we One get day. right up. Yeah, we travel on our day off. When we're week, 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 we travel on the day off. Will mm-hmm. you get a chance to go to the Mall of America to go shopping? No taxes? <laughs> With no sales tax on clothes. Really? We're not there. Oh, sure. All right, that's a trip. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think I can find some time somewhere. Yeah, find some time to get to the MOA. <laughs> you have like, do you guys, you know, so here you're, you've been, you guys have both been in so many shows and done, you've done some TV as well, Judy, a lot of TV as well. Is there, is just being live 
just intoxicating versus doing being a play versus being in television where you kind of sit around and wait. There's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. I'm I like television, but it is not the energy that we get from an audience. You, it's a we we evaluate you all the time. We go back and say, "Oh, this is good when they're laughing a lot," you know, or they're doing mm-hmm. their they're liking this. So you whether people don't really I think understand how much a part of it you the audience is. And we feed off of that. If I it's think, a great audience, we'll give you even a better show. I mean, we always have a great, great show. But, sure. you know, I mean, don't you think, Britt? I mean, absolutely. Well, singing to people or making, saying, doing something to people with no reaction would just be terrible. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have had this experience. I Are the costumes <laughs> lovely or what kind of oh costuming is there in this show? Well, I play a character who is very upscale mm-hmm. and I've got some really killer outfits. Right. I get to sing one of the best songs. I, I mean, it's mm-hmm. really amazing. It's called Ladies Who Lunch, which a lot of oh, people yes. know, right? Yes. And it's a, it's one song that many people have heard before. Lane Stritch did it. Um, and... But the dress I have is pretty cool. I would I would wear this dress out. It's a kind of a silver sparkly number, and yeah, I've got some Stunning. good costumes. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they they the, the costumes. Bunny did a fabulous time with, this, with the she costume should. design. Mm-hmm. And do you guys do all your makeup and everything? You sure. do. That's the thing. We have wigs though. We have a pair of people that do the wigs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but but mm-hmm. totally fun. And Brittany, you know, you were at it on Broadway. Were you on it with Patty Lapone? I sure was. Yeah, I sure was. What was that like? Yeah, that was incredible. Um, she was intimidating. Just, yeah. Oh, for sure. Okay. For sure. Yeah. You know, everyone she just, just want to make sure. She's, like she's she very could, outspoken. Yes. She could oh, be. She'll let you know. Rubbed the wrong way. Can we take, a, can for we take a quick break? Yeah. We're, we're a little late. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. Okay. We are with two women that are starring in Company, <laughs> the Smash musical hit, right now at the Orpheum. We'll take a quick break and come back. He's saying, sing a little. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Okay, if you're just joining us, we are having a, just a delightful conversation with two women starring in Company, a smash hit musical about a woman who's 35 years old, comes home, and everyone kind of is married and other things and confronts her like, well, what's up with you? And then all about relationships. Judy McClain and Brittany Thank Coleman you. are Thank the two you. women. Yes, and <laughs> have their names. Names. I would, but I'm like, two women. I'm like, Dude, I'm trying Brittany to and sell. Judy are sitting <laughs> right here. Just off the street. Oh, <laughs> I just want to give people the summary because I didn't know what it was about and I think it sounds so fun. Come see it. Come see it. So fun. And you it's, will laugh. It's at the Orphan. A musical Orf- comedy. Perfect. Yeah, Tickets start at $40. So to see a live Broadway show, great. So we were just talking to you guys yes. about, you know, what does it mean to be a traveling group? And what does that look like when you... A touring company starring in company. Right. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> well, as I said earlier about the, the breaking down the set, it's amazing. We have an, uh, the automation for our set is so beautiful. It's so beautifully done, right? The set the, moves on its own. Mm, automation. which automation yes. correct yeah. sorry yes 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 so but the fact that these this our crew and our hair can break down that set and travel it you know so quickly and we get there and everything's all set up for us we walk in we do sound check and our many of the musicians we only travel with our conductor and assistant conductor and our guitarist and yes. drums and Everyone everybody else, else are local, local. so oh, they come really? in and have rehearsal all day on monday or tuesday tuesday, tuesday. tuesday and we do, yeah day of and we do the and we they do it Tuesday night. So I don't think a lot of people understand that. Our right, musical director how many local a, musicians yes, are being employed. I love that. Time great. touring company. Great. I didn't know mm-hmm. that either. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't, and, and also local dressers. So when we have quick changes backstage, mm-hmm. I'm seeing that woman and talking, I'm saying, okay, earrings, pass me my this, pass me mm-hmm. my shoes, da 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 da. You know, that's all the first time we're doing all of those quick changes with 
someone you've never met before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, I guess I didn't know about that. I never knew the That was a job. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. We've Dresser. just been heard. Like the set is calling you, but apparently they're giving you a couple more minutes as oh, the stars of the show. Great. Yeah. Great, 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 as the stars great. of the show. Great. Aww, I love that. Anyways, I love people to know that about audiences yeah. and how we travel and traveling on our day off and we fly in and try to find food. And the big thing is, where do we find food? Mm-hmm. Where do you, where's the nearest Whole Foods or whatever, right. you know? Mm-hmm. Judy caught You're me scarfing group. a... Jimmy John's sandwich <laughs> down oh, yes, at that half like, hour. Do you guys stay in a private <laughs> hotel kind of situations? For the most part, yeah. 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 You have a kitchen. I learned how to cook with an electric Sometimes frying pan in the, the hotel. There yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I have a question for you guys, both of you. Brittany, what was the first time you saw a play on Broadway and I'm assuming you fell in love? Oh, my gosh. Well, I will never forget. I got lucky. My first Broadway show that I saw was... Cats when it was at the oh. Winter Garden Theater. Yes. So before it closed, so I saw yeah. it in the heyday of its run. Yes. Um, and I was scared to death. I think I was like seven or eight. Because they're running around through the aisles. I never yeah. knew. Yeah. That yeah, could be a thing it. in theater. Right. But wasn't it amazing? It was incredible. That's a good one. <laughs> it was a great That's first a Broadway one. show. How about you, Judy? You know, I started as a classical singer. So I, I went to school as a classical musician and classical performer. So, um, but I did see Godspell. That was one of the first oh. things I saw. And that was where I really started loving music musical theater and um yeah i made the change in college i thought it was going to be more operatic classical but uh went to new york and did all my training basically in new york city okay yeah i love it i just love it i the just first think- broadway show i saw was starlight express oh, oh my gosh the rollers <laughs> the roller skaters Broadway in like 1987 and I even love though it. it was an absolutely terrible show i <laughs> went with my mom and my aunt and my brother and my sister and we had so much fun just because of the experience mm-hmm. and we relived in a theater you yeah, know there's nothing like not, it we, none of us had gone to broadway mm-hmm. and it was only later that we realized years later that it was really not a good show but we thought it was <laughs> we just thought it was so fun the spectacle the right. theater the everything i promise we you were better than that oh, show I know. <laughs> I mean, ironically Lori and i saw it in vegas with david cassidy or sean oh cassidy oh, wow. which one oh, was God. it in that which one? It, in that movie, in the roller skating thing, one of those guys was starring. Oh yeah, I can't, one of the Cassidy I can't brothers. remember. <laughs> which is yeah. wild. It was uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yes. Those oh show. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and directed by Trevor Nunn, who did yeah. Les Mis and mm-hmm. my first Broadway show, Chess. I mean, he's an amazing director. So we weren't sure what that. How so that you know, arrive. to me, like <laughs> I always think, anyway, like when it comes to a show, like sometimes you just gotta just go and yep. experience. Yeah. You don't need to know that much about it. You don't really need. Any- I right. mean, if you like a musical comedy, this is going to be, company's going to be a, a And the parking sure. is right there, you guys. I mean, that's yeah. so easy for easy. people. And so. it's also, you know, it's some of his best songs. Mm-hmm. People don't know this, but they know the material. That's right. what, like, side by side. Who doesn't, side by side, you know, I mean, who doesn't yeah. know that song, oh, right? we got you. You know, sing. Yeah, two yeah. seconds. <laughs> that's not even my song. Well, I do sing it. But, um. <laughs> the ladies who lunch. The ladies who lunch. <laughs> the people that know it, sometimes I just say I'd like to propose a toast right before I sing the song, and those who know it starts start applauding yeah. sometimes. Oh, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very fun. Yeah. Very fun. But it has an incredible music in it. Right. Marry Me a Little. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, there's some of the most beautiful songs he has written. This is I one know. of the only opportunities to see it in context. This is the first time the show has actually really toured. Yeah. Ever. Oh, really? Ever. Yeah, yeah okay. there was a We're short talking about tour company. in like the 80s, I think. But really? it wasn't a full short. national tour. This is the very first time. Right. So this is special. And we're limited. We're not We're not going to run, nope. you know, past yeah. like the October, end of tour. We're October, done yeah. in October yeah. 2020. 
2024. You so are. this is it. Yeah. Okay. Did you just start? Are you just starting on the road? Or are you fifth week, six weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Relatively new. Yeah, we're pretty new. We're pretty new. So this is probably one of your favorite cities so far. Of course it is. <laughs> Absolutely. It's amazing. We've been here one day. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> the weather has been beautiful, though. Yeah, we're lucky. We're having unseasonable. Yeah. Um, Brittany and Judy are starring in company. And if you want to get tickets, um, you just go to hennepintheatertrust.org, and they're available. And starting at $40 is so reasonable. That's really mm-hmm. reasonable. That's a I fun night. Yeah. That's really in, a good price. Wow. Yeah. Do you like? Do you like the Orpheum? Isn't it gorgeous? Gorgeous. We saw it last night. I mean, when mm-hmm. we first walk out there, we have sound checks, so we get to see an empty theater, which mm-hmm. is very cool. Mm-hmm. You know? Gorgeous. Yeah, it's beautiful. Thank, it, thank goodness, what's his name told what's yeah. his name, Bob Dylan, to yeah. buy those theaters so they didn't get <gasps> torn kind of, down there's in There's a the good 60s. story about it. Oh, yeah, wow. there's a good story about it. How oh, I think that is in a lot of towns... Uh, or cities where they wanted to tear down the theater, yes. the mm-hmm. cool, beautiful theater that was built wow. in the twenties, oh or turn wow. of the century. And anyway, luckily, you know, people Thank saved God. some of them. Yeah. I Bob Dylan, mm-hmm. yeah, Bob Dylan mm-hmm. would and to invest to buy the building so it wouldn't be torn down. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, hey, there you hey, go. Bob. You learned something new. Here. I sure yes. did. Oh, <laughs> I sure ladies. did. You lovely sure ladies, we got to be with. I'm sure uh, it's every, haunted. All these theaters are haunted. Something. Bad has happened oh, in all of them. <laughs> no, but think of all the energy that goes into a theater. Of That's course, where it is. Yeah. That's probably yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the right. energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, listen. Yeah. Yeah. They're not haunted in a good way. Yeah. Stop you, ladies. Yeah. Honest to Pete. Honest people. It, it's so delightful meeting you. You too. You too. We're fun. Yeah. You guys it's are fun nice. too. It's fun to you. And I, I know people are going to go out and see it. I mean, it's just too They're fun. laughing like crazy. We were shocked last night. We were just. Uh, shocked it was fun yeah (laughs) wonderful that is so great again company is at the Orpheum Theater now through Sunday go to hennepintheatertrust.org for your tickets and there are two matinees uh, this weekend if you are the you don't like to be in the out after dark crowd (laughs) oh yeah yeah. we have matinees I know that's what you do that's my mom she's like I'm going to be a matinee lady forever I just can't see at night when I drive Right. Oh, well, yeah, well the weather's so perfect for this because it's like warm. Right, you guys have what a treat! Thank you for coming. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for having <laughs> us. Great. Really, truly. Good luck to you guys. You Company. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Slory and Julia on my talk.